0: We Got the Geek is recorded before a live studio audience. Nick Knight is a little more than a homicide cop. He's cute. He's weird. Is this the same guy that came begging to me to help him change so that he could see a sunrise? No, he's tracking a bloodthirsty killer.
1: I'd be careful if I were you. He's very disappointed.
0: Who's terrified a modern city into believing in vampires. But Nick's main suspect is not a superstition. Taken 200 years, but this cop's past... Is about to catch up with him. I'm repaying my debt. I caught a killer tonight. And you couldn't have caught him without the vampire. Who cares how I did it? You do. All right, it's Jay Stu, and I'm here with, as always, the lovely Sarah Jane. Hello. And uh, I guess we're going to do another retro movie review.
1: I like that retro.
0: <laughs> retro, yeah.
1: Oh my God. That makes me feel much older now. So thanks.
0: That's okay. We're going to be taking a look at the 1989 made-for-TV movie, Nick Knight, featuring Rick Springfield. Yes. <laughs> uh, first of all, i going to tell you the genesis of this episode. Uh, a few months ago, we, we uh, saw Rick Springfield in concert. We talked a lot about his singing career.
1: Oh, yeah, big time.
0: And in doing so, we had done a review of the concert and posted it. And uh, we became members of a really cool Facebook group called Rick and the News Flash. Yeah. Not too long after we became members yeah, yeah. of the Facebook group, uh, they had a contest. Yeah. And uh, they posted all these pictures of different Rick Springfield DVDs, uh, like music ones and yeah. concert ones. Uh, concert like, ones. And Ricky and the Flash, which we really loved when we that saw it. That was a it.
1: great movie. Meryl Streep is, like, just awesome.
0: And more on that in a second. Yeah. So... I just and then all you had to do was uh, pick a m- movie or a concert that you liked and write a reason why you think you should win.
1: And did you have to tag anybody? No, no. Oh, that's no.
0: All I did was so I I add. I wrote uh, and said you know I, I saw this movie like a hundred thousand years ago, <laughs> and uh, we do the podcast. It would be really cool to see it again. We
1: make Rick Springfield feel old a hundred thousand years ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, you and I had always talked about this movie.
1: Yes, because, I mean, I was 16 when it yeah. first aired on TV, and I loved it because every 16-year-old girl back then had such a crush on Rick Springfield, yeah. and him as a vampire was even better. So,
0: yeah. uh, And I said it'd be really cool to see it again, and definitely it'd be fun to review. Yeah. And then they wrote back to me and said, Sure. Uh, That was a a little while ago, because I guess our DVD was stuck at Canadian Customs. Customs.
1: It's like, ooh, is it a real DVD, or is this some sort of drug ring? We don't know what was going through their heads at Customs, but there you have it. We finally got it in the mail.
0: Yeah, just a few days ago, actually. Yeah. So going back a bit. Um, I've been a fan, as we mentioned before, of his music since 1981. Uh, Jesse's Girl and all that was out at the time. And I know you were a fan of his music around the same time.
1: Even though I was like, well, in 81, yeah, I was like eight years old. But it was always on the radio and, yeah.
0: Now... I know, as mentioned, you and I, this is our second time seeing a Rick Springfield movie. We watched Ricky and the Flash a couple of years ago. Yep. Which was cool. Yeah. Great movie. He was so cool it. in that movie. He
1: was great in that movie. And I'd love to ask him what it was like working with Meryl Streep. Yeah. I mean, I know this is about Rick Springfield, but Meryl Streep! <laughs> Sorry. I just think she's a wonderful actress. So, anyway, carry on.
0: No, Now, prior to that, had you seen anything he'd acted in before
1: um just the soap opera he was on many moons ago and nick knight back when it first aired on tv um and i th- i think that was about it like
0: okay because i I'd also seen hard to hold see that yeah, one. Saw that in the theater. I won tickets to see that.
1: No, when did that one come out?
0: 84.
1: See, I was too young to see that in the theater in that, so
0: yeah. and I'm I, sure
1: he thanked me for not seeing it. Yeah,
0: I don't think he's <laughs> even too proud of that movie. Soundtrack from that movie is fantastic. Because
1: well, that's where a lot of his, like, yeah, the songs from that were awesome,
0: but movie. And, and going back even further, I remember him from the original movie of Battlestar Galactica.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was probably too young for that too.
0: Yeah, I think he got blown out of the sky like in the first 10 minutes of that movie. Ooh. Yeah. That's wrong. Um uh, but Nick Knight, now you were telling me like you you saw it when it was brand new in oh, yeah. August of 89. Yeah. I I had found I didn't know about it, which is surprising. It's pre-internet, so I don't know why I didn't know about it. <laughs> um I discovered it because they re-ran it, like, a few years later, like, maybe in 92 or 93. Oh, okay. And that's where I first became aware of it. And I watched, I recorded and watched it. And then maybe a year or two later, there was a... a Canadian department store chain called Towers. Do you remember Towers?
1: Oh, I remember Towers. Don't Um, even get me started. I love Towers.
0: They were going out of business, and they were selling all these videotapes and CDs and everything for cheap. Yeah. I had purchased the Nick Knight. I didn't even know it was released anywhere. (laughs) I had purchased the VHS copy of (laughs) Nick Knight. Do you still have it? I might. I don't have VCR, but I might still have that. (laughs) So Going back, I don't think I'd seen this movie in over 20 years.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's about how long it's been for me, too.
0: Yeah. Now, in case you haven't seen Nick Knight, it's an interesting concept, really.
1: I, it, not if, Don't say it like that. I think the concept is fantastic. I really like the concept.
0: So it was a good concept. He's a police officer, but he's also, uh, I think, a 200-year-old vampire?
1: Yes, and he only works nights.
0: Yes, without partners.
1: Right, because they'll probably find out he's a vampire at some point. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, the whole son thing and everything explains why. But he wants to become human again.
0: Yeah, one of the things I loved about this movie is he's got a buddy in forensics, I guess the coroner. Who's uh, trying to help him out by giving him tips on what to eat and Going
1: tanning tanning yeah. booths? <laughs> yeah, drinking tea. Yeah, N- none of it sits well with Nick, though. Like physically, doesn't sit well with him because he's a vampire, and of course, you don't eat normal food and you stay out of the sun and you don't do that stuff.
0: It would suck if I couldn't eat a hamburger. Just saying.
1: I yeah, but yeah, if you were <laughs> a vampire though, you wouldn't care. I know because eating normal human food would make you sick, like in the movie. See how that works?
0: (laughs) Dude, I do. (laughs) Indeed, I do see how it works. Yes. Uh, So I, I remembered a lot of this as we watched it. For some reason, I remembered the soundtrack
1: some really good songs on that soundtrack yeah
0: as soon as I heard oh yeah like the first song they played was Don't You Know What the Night Can Do by Steve Winwood yeah and I looked at you and said I think somewhere in this movie is an In Excess song and then later on and then it did yeah. yeah
1: there was and I was like that yep that's In Excess
0: and then they close with Endless Summer Nights by Richard Marks <laughs> and coincidentally enough he's touring with Richard Marks right now
1: yeah which is cool
0: <laughs> I wonder if they chat about that like
1: as you said it's come full circle it's nice
0: <laughs> now um, what are some of the things you liked about this movie After, like, has it been about 20 years since you've seen it
1: yeah oh my god yes
0: have you seen it again since you originally watched it when it was brand new no it, so it's the first time in 30 years you've seen it, it
1: yeah Yeah. Oh, wow. exactly cause, and it was funny because for the longest time I thought it was just a figment of my imagination but I'm like no because that's how they got um to do the television series of the same name, but that one was based in Toronto. Yeah. And they made no qualms about, they They said the city of Toronto in the series and all of that, um, and Grant Wynn-Davies played Nick in the television series. Yeah,
0: Forever Night.
1: Forever Night.
0: Now, this was supposed to be the pilot for a TV show. It didn't quite work out because I think it was about three or four years before Forever mm-hmm. Night came along. Yeah. Uh, they had one thing in common, though, if you want to tell me. Yeah, same actor.
1: Yeah, same character um, and starts and becomes Nick's partner on nights. Um, and I think during the series... He finally... It's almost near the end of the series um, that Skanky found out that Nick was a vampire. So, I think. I don't know. I haven't watched the series in any Yeah,
0: I've never seen it, so...
1: I was a huge fan of the series, and when it first came out, I, it... I was pleasantly surprised, and that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, right, Rick Springfield was Nick in the movie. Yeah. And it's like, well, at least I know I wasn't imagining things. Um, and no no offense to Grant Wynn-Davies, who is, was, especially at that time period, like in the 80s and 90s, was a, he's a good actor. And I liked him. I thought he was great. But Rick Springfield is just yeah yeah very good looking as as a vampire
0: it's interesting because right around this time in 89 88 89 uh, he went through a period of just acting Mm -hmm. there wasn't an album until i want to say 98 i could be wrong by a year or two (laughs) but um he just concentrated on acting for a bit there and yeah it's funny i was mentioning to you he's in his in his uh, book, Late Late at Night, which... I have
1: to finish reading.
0: It's my favorite biography, ever, rock biography ever, by the way.
1: I What I've read so far, I love.
0: Uh, they don't even mention Nick Knight anywhere in there.
1: God darn it, Mr. Springfield. Why not?
0: <laughs> you know mean, what? If we ever had a chance to interview him, I'd love to know what he thinks about it.
1: So would I. I mean, I know he doesn't like to mention Hard to Hold at all. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. I would not bring that up. But Nick Knight, yes, please, because I mean that came out in a in a time when vampires were making such a resurgence in popular culture. Mm-hmm. It was it was vampires and werewolves. Anything supernatural, anything paranormal, anything horror was big back then. Yeah. And I mean you had vampire shows and movies and all kinds of stuff all over the place. So I'd like to get his take on it.
0: Yeah. I mean.
1: And if he'd ever be interested in playing a vampire again. Not necessarily Nick Knight, but, you know.
0: How were you with I mean it's thirty years old now, <laughs> but how were you with the vampire effects?
1: You know what? For nineteen eighty nine and for being a television a made for television movie. The um, visual effects and the special effects were pretty damn good.
0: I liked uh, just watching. We just, by the way, for you guys listening, we just finished watching this a few oh, yeah, minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, the vampire effects were cool. Mm-hmm. They weren't bad. I thought, and sorry if this offends anyone, <laughs> the flying effects were cheesy.
1: Okay, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little cheesy. A little bad. But yeah. again,
1: it was 1989, and they they did the best they could.
0: But the story um, was good. All the acting was top-notch.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, I loved the story. I loved the acting. I loved the actors. And again, like, the, the special effects, like how they, the prosthetics and everything that they used to make um, Rick Springfield look like a vampire, and the actor who played LaCroix look like a vampire, were phenomenal. Yeah. For back then, like, you know, we're talking really decent-looking makeup. Yeah. You know? So I don't know what else to say about that. Like, it was good. For, for the time period, it was really well done.
0: Yeah, I was just looking through the... I made a few notes while we were watching it, and uh, it's chicken scratch, by the way. Uh, I think we both agreed the romance was a little quick. Was that quick <laughs> between him and uh, Elise,
1: yes. And I was like, Um, y'all just met at a murder scene the day before, the <laughs> night before, yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, I love you. It's like, okay, I get it. I mean, you know, you only had what an hour and a half.
0: Hey, it is Rick Springfield, it
1: is Rick Springfield, so okay. I can give them that. But at the same time, yeah, like you said, that was fast. I mean, he works fast. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it was maybe it's just the vampire thing because they're supposed to be like attractive and you Oh, know, maybe. like have that sort of um of uh, like magnetism. I don't know. Could be the vampire thing.
0: But yeah, she was good in it, too. Uh, the actress's name was uh, Laura Johnson. Yeah. I knew her from Falcon Crest, because my, <laughs> mom, my mom was heavy into that show in the 80s. Sure, she
1: was. Yeah, your mom. was on
0: there. For, I'm looking at IMDb right now. She was on there for 80 episodes.
1: Oh, I believe you, but I don't believe that it was your mom that really... I think you did.
0: Oh, I would watch it with her. That's, <laughs> I mean, I didn't go out of my way to watch Falcon Crest. Now, see,
1: her character, Elise... Um, What I loved about her was that she did what I would do if I were like researching or homework or something. I would eat like tons of ice cream and chips and other junk food. Yeah, that was I love that. She just plunked down the ice cream and just looked through a book and found and found Nick in a very old photograph and just kept eating ice cream at her desk. And I was like, I like this woman. She's doing what I would do. Definitely. (laughs) And I like that they showed her like just chowing down on freaking ice cream instead of you know like nobody eats nobody does anything
0: hang on let's take a real quick break I got a couple other things I want to touch upon before we end this uh, retro review okay so we'll be right back
1: okay
0: Stay tuned, loyal listeners. There's more We Got the Geek still to come.
1: Sketchbook Comics and Games is a store that has something awesome for everyone. In addition to selling comics, board games, and action figures, there are tables for open gaming. Wednesday nights, Sketchbook features game nights starting at 6 p.m. Friday through Sunday, Sketchbook is the place to be for Magic the Gathering. The store is located at 224 Glenridge Avenue, Unit 9 in St. Catharines. Come on down for all your geek and comic book needs. mortal go to hell not before you
0: Nick Knight Alright we're back with our look back at the 1989 made for TV show movie movie, <laughs> Nick Knight featuring Rick Springfield Woo-hoo. Uh, A couple things I wanted to mention before we end this because I don't think we have a lot more to say about this
1: movie. <laughs> I mean we could go on and on and on
0: I uh, I thought I I remembered one other cheesy part, but it's <laughs> it's typical for car chases. Uh, oh. When the Cadillac loses right. control because the brakes are cut. Yeah. That was fine.
1: Oh, right, the, gla- the mirror. Yeah, flashing. the guy
0: walked, two guys walking across the street with the glass pane.
1: Look out, out of the way! And then it broke anyway because they walked into a tree. It
0: reminded me... <laughs> I don't know if you remember in Wayne's World too where there was a guy a couple guys carrying glass across the street, like what yes. are you doing? Well we just carry this back and forth across the street. What for? Well, you know
1: <laughs> Oh god.
0: That was pretty cheesy. That
1: that but it was it was funny. I liked it. It was good. Yes. Cheesy, yes. But we like cheesy.
0: Yeah, I don't know, it was funny. It was it was definitely funny. It was great. Now, I guess we'll never know, but after watching this, it kind of would have been cool to see what would have happened if they would have picked this up as a series back in 89. Right? Yeah.
1: Like, that, I mean, now we can only imagine. Yeah. But, yeah, like, who knows what it could have become.
0: Well, you know what? He's still really young-looking. They could do a reunion, like.
1: <laughs> oh, frig, yeah! I mean, he like the man hasn't really like he he has aged very well. Yeah. Very well.
0: I mean, it would have been interesting to see um, like what a what it would have been like if this would have gone to series.
1: Yeah. And uh, it's always hard playing a vampire or some other immortal because, let's face it, you age. I mean, oh yeah. He. He, like I said, he's aged quite well and does not look his age now at all. So probably- Maybe
0: he is a vampire.
1: Oh! Dun-dun-dun!
0: But a cool one.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Like... Like Brent Spiner playing Data. Oh, yeah. Like... He, that, you always run into that. Or, like, Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine. Yeah. Very, he ages so slowly. Like, so... It's always any actor who plays an immortal-type character is going to run into that problem. True. Where they don't look exactly like they're 20 anymore, but they don't look the age they are now either. So you run into a conundrum.
0: Yeah. All right, so as always, I guess we should uh, rate this out of five. Yes. And... Uh Tell what our ratings are. Yes. I'm going to let you go first. I don't think I have a real <laughs> good one.
1: Okay, I thought of one and I'm very proud of it.
0: All right.
1: Okay, so, and I'm going by, if I had watched this for the first time like I did back in '89, I would give it 559 Cadillacs out of 5. Cool. Because of the trunk space. Nice. Ah, thank you. Nice. That's my score.
0: I will give it four and a half. Fangs? No.
1: Goblets? No. Sunrises? Four and a half sunrises out of five? Four
0: and a half televised sunrises. (laughs) If anyone's seen the movie, you know what I mean. Out of five, I have to take half away from the glass walking across (laughs) the street and the flying...
1: And the fly,
0: the flying and the glass, yeah, Is other it? than that, like I said, acting was awesome in it, yeah, story was good,
1: yeah,
0: I liked it that's okay. yes, rick springfield i'm I'm gonna be honest if i if he hadn't been in it like i don't know twenty five years ago when I first saw it, probably wouldn't have watched it.
1: I probably wouldn't have either. <laughs> Even though it's about vampires. Yeah. But Rick Springfield as a vampire, yes, please. And it, is,
0: and it is, like I said, it is a really cool idea for a movie or a show.
1: Yeah, it really was.
0: So, yeah, I'll give it four and a half. Um, you know, I, I'm just going to say thank you to uh, Rick and the News Flash. Yes. For uh, sending us the, the DVD. You
1: guys are awesome. We they're, love you.
0: They're a great Facebook group.
1: Yeah. Check all, them out. All, they're just all f- huge fans. Of Rick Springfield, and it's like one giant.
0: Everyone's nice out there too. They're
1: all really great people. They're friendly. They're awesome, and and we love being a part of the group. Yeah.
0: Uh, so if anyone out there has any other retro movies they want us to check out or anything like that, let us know. Yes. We are uh, at wegotthegeek.com. dot com. Yeah. Yeah. We have a <laughs> Facebook page. You can contact us there. We're even on Instagram.
1: Yep.
0: And Twitter. and Twitter. Twitter's a good place to find us. Oh, yeah. All right, so no way. that was it. That was our look back at Nick Knight. And... Uh,
1: <coughs> spit it out.
0: I like, Spit it out like the hamburger Rick Springfield spit <laughs> out in the movie.
1: <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God.
0: All right, well, thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. To hear more We Got the Geek, check us out at www.wegotthegeek.com and on iTunes.